Welcome everybody back to a special edition of the Neighborhood Radio. Uh, today <laughs> we are doing another interview uh, with Marceline. Um, I am here with Name Stage, Name Stage, Name Stage, Name Stage. One, two, three, four, five, six. Name Stage. Just me. Hi. How's it going? Let's go. Alrighty. Well, um, let's just dive into it, I guess. Um, so, Marceline, what have you been up to since we last since we last spoke? Oh my god, quite a bit. Um, I have an EP coming out. I'm sure it's from those who were there last time. So it's in the making. Yeah. Um, I have a whole crew this time with me. We've got, um, I can't say too much. Uh, let's just say it's professional this time. Professional, <laughs> yeah. And, um, you know, photo shoots, visualize for that got a, got a show coming up anyone in melbourne please nam please come down yeah. got a boy for that but yeah that's pretty much what's yeah. happening session different marceline music mm-hmm. then yeah um I notice you've been posting a bunch of the stuff that you've been doing with emilio um mm-hmm. on your instagram story so and it's pretty cool, but it's been yeah, nice, a bit, yeah. A bit more of like an alt rock, like indie kind of. Ah, a bit folky. A bit, yeah, like I've noticed like a lot of guitar, um, like in some of the stuff that you've been. I love the guitar. Been sharing out. What, Sorry. Um, what, what can we like expect in terms of like lyrical content and stuff? Lyrical content? Yeah. Like what kind of stuff are you <laughs> singing about this stuff? A bit of heartbreak. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing bad. Just like a lot of growth, a lot of more real shit. Um, stuff that's my mind a lot from my subconscious mainly. Yeah. You know, something I I wanted to make sure that the music I'm making resonates with me and is honest. And this I think is the most honest stuff I've ever written. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely deeper topics. Yeah, you could say. Or, you know, it's some sad stuff but some also some good stuff and mm. you know i'm, I'm happy yeah. i get a more vulnerability you know more mm. more honest right to the point yeah yeah hell yeah so how, yeah. Many, how many songs roughly are you gonna have you recorded and then are you gonna you're gonna put so um excluding the ep we've done 10 songs so far wow yeah <laughs> um demos you know yeah i have a set tuesday with emilio so we're just gonna finalize the most recent ones the ones that we like the most you know get a little head start and then do some more i guess yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> I hope. um but yeah. yeah yeah that's awesome oh looks like mike's gotta go get some water um yeah no it's been really like really cool to sort of see like i mean obviously you haven't like released like that much music in the last year or two so it's been like really good to see like you know like mm-hmm. looking like you're producing like a fair amount of music and um getting getting that sort of stuff out there but anyway um what about outside of music like what's been going like going on in your life like um, quick, quick life update maybe okay um i work at a salon oh hell yeah. that's i'm finally at a job that i feel like it fills my needs and I get to chat with people, do what I love yeah. outside of music. Um, mm-hmm. 
recently single. I don't know if that's like recently a... single. Yeah, um, Damn. but recently single. I missed something. All right, welcome back. <laughs> yeah, you just walked, um, you just walked in on on the bomb. The I'm recently just... single bombshell. But my hard feeling, just different lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'm, we're both here to grow and evolve, and mm-hmm. this is what. I mean, I can't really speak on behalf of them, but this is what I thought was best. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I'm grateful for everything they've taught me. I lo- still love them to bits. I want the best for them, you know. I don't mm. have any feelings, you know. They're a big, big part of my life, growth, and yeah. I want to see them in their own special way. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. I mean, you know. This sounds healthy. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, that's it. Like, sometimes as people, like, you know, I think a lot of people need to realize sometimes, you know, people just grow apart and uh, are able to accept that that's happening happening, and just decide to move on from each other without anything bad going down. Or... No bad blood. It's unnecessary. It's, there's no need for that mm. shit. Yeah. No, yeah. 100%. Yeah. I'm going to make mature decisions, you know. I get taxed officially, yeah. <laughs> what was that, sorry? <laughs> I get taxed now, you know, I'm going to go a yeah. I've been text my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> feelings oh. been One of the worst things that's ever happened to me was going over the tax threshold. In um in Australia, I don't know if it's the same in the US. Uh, name it's state, not. You can guarantee you. In Australia, if you make uh less than 18000 a year, you get all of your tax back. Um, oh, I didn't see okay. At tax return so, well, yeah, is it over, is it eight, over 18k? 18,000? Yeah. yeah, over 18k. Yeah. Yeah. I got taxed like 200 bucks. Yeah. For my, when it's a crowd, like I'm, I know I'll get it back eventually. Like, yeah. that like, first time I've been taxed, that, yeah. that fucking. It's, it's, <laughs> it's kind of sad getting taxed, but you know, it kind of feels like as long as you're under that 18,000, it's kind of like they're forcing you to save money. Uh, yeah. That's the, the way I looked at it. <laughs> uh, Hold on. Let's start with taxes. I know I know we're going to be going through a bit of a deeper conversation here. And what is deeper than the counterpart to death, the certainty that is taxes? What the fuck y'all got going on over there? <laughs> Under 18000 you get Like, okay, so first off, you get... All of your income that you get paid officially, like, through signed paperwork, is taxed, right? Like, regardless of what you make, like, it is taxed, right? Like, okay. Just making sure, because if you were saying people under 18K a year don't get taxed, I was gonna move. Um, (laughs) I have made under 18,000 many years in my life. Let me tell you. Um, to get it all back, I think we're, it's probably similar. I don't know the exact threshold um, because we have to do our own taxes here and we have to figure out what we owe every year or else jail. Or else jail. Um, <laughs> so you're like going through emails of like, oh, what was my paperwork? And like, it's kind of easy. A lot of people think it's really hard. It's kind of easy. It's like, especially if you just like work a W 2 job where you. You clock in, clock out, same job the whole year. You just go, you type in some numbers, and they're like, okay, you either owe this much money, or if you don't make a lot, you usually get it. Usually get like money back. You usually get your taxes back. And I think it probably is a higher threshold for that, but it really depends. It gets really tricky with like, you can deduct 
you can deduct things that you spent money on in order to technically make it seem like you got paid less. Like if you spend money on gas to go to work, and yeah. I'm sure that's the same shit. But here it's just fucked. Like, like any system you have is fucked. If you don't keep that camera angle. <laughs> Perfect. Just have it keep falling over and over. Um, we need someone who can like. What oh, is? Yeah. Um. So ideally, we'll we'll start with this. I'm gonna I have a hard hitting question for both of you to start off. Ideally, what do you think is the best rate to get taxed at, and how much should you get taxed if you are, let's say, a, a billionaire? Oh my god! <laughs> what is your solution? Oh. To financial I, inequality. Okay, I, I, I think the really wealthy, I think the rich should be taxed. How the fuck am I going to survive, okay? The fuck? I don't want to be taxed. They they have enough money to help fund so many things. Why the fuck? Yeah. I don't agree with that, okay? Yeah, for real. The cost of living has gone up by, like, I don't even know how much, but enough to make me want to, like, never move out of my mom's house and just live with her for the rest of my life cocooned in my own little shelter. For real. Yeah. <laughs> that's my that's no, my it, 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 it's kind of mm. fucked like like when you look at how much like the average person pays in tax and then you look at the fact that like rich people like all the sh- all the lengths that they go to to avoid paying tax and like all the <laughs> loopholes that they try to exploit and whatever and it's like bro like you've already got enough money to laugh like a whole fucking 1500 lifetimes like surely you know let a little bit of that mm. money go to paying for shit that's important <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what I'm, what I'm hearing is we're fuck the rich, anti-rich. Yeah, fuck the fuck the rich. They're not the target demographic. So let's triple down. If you make over a million dollars a year, buy me Sorry. lunch every day. All right, you <laughs> owe me. I need a new millionaire in my DMs, being like, "Yes, King, it is your time." You want Chipotle? And I'm going to be like, no. No, we're going to Sweet Green. We're going to a place I don't even want. I'm going to get the food and throw it away in front of you. And I'm going to make you tip. <laughs> That's what we're doing. Oh, yeah, tipping. tipping. Oh, my God, tipping. yeah. I, my job is based off tips. I love it. What are you, what are because you doing? Because I work. What are you a bartender? I, I am. I wish I was bartending. I actually, don't. My hand, my wrists, very fragile, very fragile little <laughs> things. My poor little name stage was so. They're so. I can barely hold this mug. Oh no! I'm just so tiny and fragile. I am just so small and compact. I won't say fragile. I'll say compact because I like that word. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Yeah, I I am I am <clears throat> bussing at a restaurant. I just I just pick up the dishes, I bring them back, and then I, I nice. bring food places. It's it's a tourist restaurant, so I have to look really nice and be really nice and do it all professional, and it, it pays it pays too much money for what it is, all because of tips. Like the the hourly rate is the state minimum wage for Los Angeles, uh, just like sixteen seventy five. And then with the tips, I make at least double that an hour. And I'm like, that's fucking ridiculous for no work. But it is at least something that, like, I've worked in restaurants a lot. I've worked in a lot of jobs. I've worked corporate. I've done it all. Um, And it feels good to work in a restaurant because at least you know that you're doing something that, like, is good for someone. 
yeah. bringing food out. Someone gets to eat. You're providing a service. Exactly. Mm-hmm. What services are you going to be providing on this next EP? <laughs> it was such a smooth transition. Holy shit. Um, wow, put me on the spot. No. Uh, it's going to be... All I'm going to say is you're going to be thinking how the fuck did you do it. Like, I want to mm. make people question... Their question, my motives, my every no, like especially mm-hmm. visually and what I want to showcase. Mm-hmm. That's definitely going to be how the fuck do they do it? You know, like it, mm-hmm. I, I want people sucks to be not daft. You know, <laughs> yeah, lingo slam. I don't know. Um, and I mean, sonically, it's it's so many different parallels and it's so many contrasts. You know, it's it's supposed to show an illusion or a facade but really if you listen to the lyrics and it's deep you know <laughs> at least for like a few of the songs yeah. but yeah you know i i i i hope this will target a larger audience because it's not so much and of course the right people but it's not just one specific genre it's a bit more diverse yeah yeah diverse so so do you reckon, like, your last one obviously had three songs. Do you reckon you'll have at least, like, five or six on this one? I know how many songs we have. Wait. There are only four songs in this oh. one. Oh, that's that's a pretty good number. That's how my last time I did an EP, that's how many. Because we're going to, the goal is to gradually pump out shit. Mm-hmm. So we're just, we've got stuff in the vault. It's just, mm. you know, we're gonna get teasing music. people, I guess. Dipping in, music. dipping your feet in the pool. Your, your dogs. Are we going to get music videos? Oh yeah, definitely not for this EP. Um, but some really cool photo shoots and visualizers. Those are the main ones. Um, yeah, it's going to be very different to what you've last seen. Mm. Definitely more detail, detail orientated. Mm. Um, I don't know. Potentially a car involved. That's all I'm going to say. Well, Abandoned. There is some. It's it's hurt. It's like it's definitely. Um, it's just going to be very different. Mm. That's all I can tell you right now. I can't give, I can't give away too much, unfortunately. Yeah. I'll be very brief and I say it. Yeah. But, you know, it's, it's coming together really nicely and it's very much yeah. from the heart. Yeah. <laughs> as cheesy as it is. <laughs> no, that's, I mean, that's, that's, that's where all the best music comes from, so. Mm-hmm. Thank so, you for asking. I do, I have a, I have a, a, a bit of a question, yeah. uh, kind of. Tangenting off our last interview, uh, one thing that we spent a good amount of time on was the topic of angel numbers. And I believe at the time, if I was not mistaken, um, it it was you were in your you were in your one 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 era. <laughs> yeah. And Actually, so. Sorry, yeah. different note. Now. So, has it changed? Have you gone through the six six six? time of change and and what numbers are are speaking to you now i've been seeing a lot of like <laughs> i've been seeing a lot of like four six four and three three threes and five five fives it's like the reoccurring mm, and uh, sp- yeah. or, like specifically four 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 has been a big one mm. um so i'm like okay looks like it's now triple four baby i am um, you know? i saw five 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 while we were waiting for this interview to start Oh, that signifies great change and abundance. This is off my memory, so I don't know. Look at Wikipedia yeah. or some shit. Um, uh, not you, but just like you know what I mean. Oh, that was so rude. Sorry. Four, four, four. Just, when uh, you're making a project, yeah, go for it. This is 
this is my conversation with my friend Chantel, and I texted her three 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 and one 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 today. Good. So. Every time. Every time. For those who don't know, every time uh, Zeke and his friend Chantel see an angel number, they just text it to each other. And how long has that been going on, Zeke? Uh, ooh, almost six months, I reckon. Holy shit. Six months. Six whole months. For those who prefer things to be in days, that's at least 180 days. Probably closer to 183 mm. because months. Um, that's a lot of days. I don't think I've done a lot of things for 180 days straight. How many angel numbers do you think you see a day? Both of you. Three or four. Um... Probably like, I don't know, 15 to be like specific, yeah. but I, I'm not counting, you know. Yeah. Do you feel the like, more they're on your mind, the more you see them? Of course, you know, because you're, you're yeah. like sort of seeking it, you know, but I'm like, look, and then I'm like, oh, what the fuck? I'll like be, I'll mm-hmm. be on the way to work. I'm like, oh, that's an agent number. Yeah, same. You know, I'm like, okay. I'm just like, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, um, yeah. like I noticed the other day, um, I had, uh, two, 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 two amount of plays on one of my favorite albums. Oh. Hey, 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 let's go! Oh, yeah. It's meant to be. Um, the angels are just they. They speak yeah. with you. They resonate. They just they felt this boy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that that's very good. I could. Yeah, you sound like someone I could just run into on the street here. Who would, <laughs> uh, let me tell you, I've met people here. They there is this woman I met. Um, I was I filmed this residency at this hotel like every week for like four or five months for actually Australian artist Alex Cameron woo shout out Alex Cameron um and and a saxophonist Roy Malloy I love Roy Malloy he does a radio show every weekday morning I love him um fucking great man but there's this woman there who came hug out after as everyone does and she goes up to Roy and she's just like. When were you born? And he's like, what? She's like, what time and what day were you born? And he's, 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 what's this? And she's just like, I'm varying the numerology. I'm going to find, like, I'm going to do, I'm going to numerologize you. (laughs) And it was oddly, I felt like a third wheel immediately. There were multiple people (laughs) in this conversation. And I felt like a targeted third wheel. Because she would like, Talk, 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 and then look at me, and then talk to him, and I'm like, "What? What is going on here?" But anyways, yeah, that's what your 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 uh, your, your I'll say impression. I won't say accent. Um, reminded me of right there. You could do it. You could blend in. You could blend in Los Angeles, California, any day of the week. California numerologist Marceline. I'll, I'll find you on the street and be like, "Oh my god, is this name stage six? Oh my god, wait, oh my your shot, your your aura is like a bright blue mixed with like a maroon." Oh, oh is, you're a you're a you're a name stage six. Uh, I'll tell you uh, the exact meaning of why you're name stage six and not uh, name stage one or two or three. Oh God, oh, okay. the, the, the I feel like since you've done. American accents, right? I have to give a bit of a try for from Australian. I kind of kind of stay in this weird range, uh, but if I say the word razor blades, I can hold it down. Good on you, mate. Good on you, yeah. 
Um, and my other Australian accent is down here in a radio <laughs> presenter voice because I'm copying Roy Malloy, host of the Illegal Radio Drive Time Power Hour, and that's how he talks. I can't really do accents, but I can do impressions. You're very good, I must say. I've been fooled. I've been fooled. <laughs> I've been fooled by, by, the, by the Valley Girl, by the Californian. That is very good. It hurt me to hear you speak, and that's how I know it was great. That's how I know it worked. Thank you. I, um, thank you. You know, I actually um, read a YouTube uh, video. Um, this guy um, is American who could do a really good Australian accent, and the way that he would uh, bomb a free dart off people um, was mm -hmm. he noticed that people would always give them to tourists um so he could do a really good australian accent and he'd go up to people and in his best australian accent he'd be like oi mate like like i'm not from around here like where can i get a cigarette um and they would always give him a free cigarette anyway so, so one time he goes up so and he gets reasonable success with that and then he goes up to a, a bloke one time and he's like and he does his routine and the guy's like oh another aussie mate like good to good to see you <laughs> uh, and the, and, the, and the guy's like, oh, shit. Uh, and he's like, oh, like, whereabouts in Australia are you from? And then the guy just freaks out and he's like, oh, like, I'm going to be honest. Like, I'm not actually Australian. I was just trying to get a free cigarette. <laughs> um, and then and then the Australian um, said to him, um, gave him a list of cities um, to say that he's from the next time this happens to yeah. him. Because it's, because it's unlike, it, they're big enough that they mm -hmm. Australian would have heard of them, but small enough that they're unlikely to actually be from there. Yeah. Um, I was so. talking to Roy Malloy about this, and he said that his suggestion would be, would be, say you're from this specific suburb of Sydney that is just the largest part of of Sydney. I forget, I've forgotten the name entirely. But he's like, if you're from Sydney, chances are, and, and you're in America, chances are that's where you're from. Um, and I don't know what the hell that is, so... Neither yeah. do I. Sorry to say. Yeah, yeah, you know he's a Sydney boy, born and raised, and uh, he's gonna stay uh, that way. Oh. Do you have a favorite country? Me? Yeah. Um, uh, probably Sweden. Sweden. Oh. I really want to go to Sweden. It looks pretty. Me too. Like really? the, or the... Japan? Oh, Japan! I went to Japan in 2019. So good. Uh. I loved it. As a child. You went to I Japan. I was actually... As a child. Um, I was in my mom's stomach, basically. I was a fetus. I wasn't I, even conceived. Was I went to Japan before I was born. This, this, yeah. this, this exact set of dates, um, like today, four years ago, I would have been in Japan, actually. Um, Holy shit. Oh, my God. You would, been, you would have been 10 years old. I would have... I was I was actually 18, believe it or not. Um, oh, whoa. Actually, you want to know a fun fact about Japan? Um, they don't check ID um, when you're buying alcohol. Nice. Um, I don't know the legal the legal age there for drinking is twenty. Um and they sell um alcohol in um the convenience stores there. And I remember dad sending me to buy alcohol and I'm like, nah, like I don't want to do that. Um I'll get in trouble. And dad's like, nah, 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 like you'll be fine. So I go do it. Um buy the alcohol and then instead of asking me for ID um, a little pop-up. They have a little tablet in front of them, mm -hmm. um, and a little pop-up appears saying, are you 20 years old? And you click yes. 
and that's all the trust they have. And that's enough for them to sell you the alcohol. Hey, listen, <laughs> so, Japanese. So, if the, if the Japanese authorities ever see this video, um, I guess I'm done for. Um, that's fair. Well, see, listen to this podcast, even. Um, I guess I'm done for, but um, yeah, that's a, something I actually. Um, mm. Marceline, um, you, the, I, I learned this from um, Gulliver. Do you remember? remember, remember yes, Gulliver? yes, yes, yes. Gulliver, Gulliver. Yeah, because yeah, he, um, he, he, he lived in Japan for like three, three, three months or so, um, and he told me a few little tips and tricks about getting into the clubs and buying alcohol and um, stuff. So. Mm. I don't know. I guess I go one day. Yeah, come on. Yeah. Well, I, I, like he told me all the clubs that don't check for. Um. Okay, I actually don't want it. I actually want to know that so I could actively stay away from all of those places. Uh, <laughs> yeah, true. No, we're all twenty now, so it's like it's irrelevant. But um, but this yeah, was, we're twenty. But the, we're... This, this was this was when I like we were seventeen, um, seventeen, eighteen, um, when we had this conversation. At the time, it was really cool. Like, so, like, yeah, at the time, at the time, I was like, this is like secret insider knowledge. Um, yeah. Yeah. But now, yeah. now I'm over twenty, so mm. I don't care mm. anymore. But anyway, actually, really, what's funny. the uh? Yeah. Go for it. No, 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 you go. I was gonna stay at the top, but what what is the age for Australia for for getting into to bars or buying alcohol or whatever? Is it 18, eighteen? I assume. Mm-hmm. Eighteen. Okay. All right. So we have we have that different experience. Twenty one over here, um, and so that yeah. thrill, that thrill of like sneaking in, being underrated, because like you know things are way cooler to do when you're not allowed to do them. Mm. Yeah. Um, is lasts a lot longer, especially into the college years. Like you're a college senior by the time you're legally allowed to go to a bar. Um, and so it's very different. So what it, I wasn't really like a, Ooh, I'm going to do this thing. under like, I never bought alcohol underage. I never went to a bar underage, never had a fake ID. I would be around people who would procure it for me, but I was never the one taking the risk it would just same. happen same. um that, that was the same story for you as well you were never yeah no, what I about think. you marshall see we're genius we don't get in trouble and we get all the fun see that's the that's true we just happen to be at the right place at, at the, the right, right time. time that's it yeah and get them the right amount of money and yeah <laughs> just <laughs> yeah like i find it oh sorry i find it no, so out you can start driving what at 16 mm. but like that's so young to me that's crazy like we you can get your l's here at 16 but you don't start getting yeah. a license at 18 but even then you don't get your full license till what 20 20 20 20 yeah like it's a full license so so so, so, so in australia on your l's so mm-hmm. for one year you have to drive um with a supervisory driver um and then okay. once you're 17 uh you can go on your p's um, and when, when you're on your P's, you can drive without a person, but you have a bunch of restrictions on your speed limit and you're uh, not allowed to have any alcohol in your system. Um, mm. and then you go on your P after a year, you go on your P2s and when you're on your P2s, the main difference is now you have no speed limit restriction and, um, you can, uh, use hands-free mobile devices. Um, and then when you're on your full license, uh, it just means you have more demerit points, so you can fuck up a few more times. Um, yeah. and you are allowed to have alcohol in your system. Um, 
Okay, wow. I have so many, so <laughs> many questions. <laughs> in Australia, yeah, before before your full li- before you're on your full license, um, you automatically lose your license if you have any alcohol um, mm. in the system. Uh-huh. That's true. Uh, that would that would make sense for us simply because, like, if you have any alcohol in your system and you're under 21 when you're driving, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, you're getting immediately bang. Um, demerit system makes no sense. You mean you you could <laughs> listen? You could either get let off with a warning or you could die at a traffic stop. There is everything yeah. in so between. Demerit system, you know, it's like if if you if you if you're going five kilometers, um over i think it's like one demerit if it's 10 kilometers over you get two demerits um if it's 15 or 20 kilometers over you get three demerits and i think sorry it's roughly like okay. yeah in, it's different here no sorry here like the laws are different in, in um in, in the real australia <laughs> ouch it's um you have to be 18 that's when you obtain your your peas really so you have complete 120 hours what so you have to be on your l's for two years oh maybe i'm i don't know i don't maybe i'm wrong actually don't worry about it (laughs) (laughs) yeah 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 yeah. that's the other thing i forgot to mention um name said is you have to so in addition to a year um on your l's you have to do um uh, x amount of hours um Mm. yeah so for us it's like go for it Thanks. Unless you're um, 20, I think. No, sorry, 21. Then you can just go straight. If yeah. you practice and you're confident and you know the rules, then, of mm. course, you just go for a test. And if you're successful, mm. you get a, get a drive. If you're not, try again. Yeah. yeah. I think that same thing goes for us here at, like, 18. You can just test and go for it. Mm-hmm. The permit, we have a thing called the permit, which you would get at 16, um, which... If you get that permit, you have to like pass an eye test and then like a written test. And it's yeah. either sometimes your school will have like a driver's education class that you take. Um, but it's pretty common for schools to also not have it. Mine did, um, which thank God. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's it's pretty common for people to not take it in school. But you get your permit and then in those six months that you after you get it, you have to rack up a certain amount of hours. And okay. it's like maybe 60 to 100. And then after that, you're allowed to take the test. It could take you longer, but after that, you're allowed to take the driving test. Okay. And then you just get a fucking license. Yeah. And wow. then you renew it when you're 21. And then you renew it, I guess, on my, yeah, you renew it when you're uh, 26, which <laughs> haven't done it yet. Oh, oh well, I'll get there. And then, um, and I get no health insurance. Let's fucking go. I love this age. Um, and then you just, you know, you don't have to do anything to renew it. You just go and pay them and they'll never test you again yeah. ever oh, for anything. Yeah. yeah. Unless you're old. And even then they'll just test your eyes. Um, wait, so every time, yeah. when, every, every time you renew it, do you have to do another test or? Fuck no. Oh, okay. Never mind. <laughs> God, no, no, you, you renew it. You could renew it online. You could be like, Hey, here's 50 bucks. I want to be able to legally drive. Well, and they're it. like. Okay, we trust you. We trust that nothing's changed. <laughs> I um, <laughs> the, the DMV here doesn't think that you do shit with your life. All right, nothing's changed. You can still drive. 
I actually Fine. um I, I get my full license on Friday. I'm super, super Congratulations! Woo! Yeah. I'm super stoked because it fucking sucks when I have like a sip of beer and then someone's like, Oh, can you like do this or like come pick me up or whatever? And I'm like, fuck, I can't because I had a single taste of some craft beer that my dad was drinking. Um, <laughs> Just a sip. Yeah. It's like I remember one time, um, I remember one time, like, I was chilling on the deck, um, having a, having a mm-hmm. beer, and, um, work calls, and they're like, oh, would you like to come do this eight-hour shift on a public holiday, um, which is, like, fuck tons of money, and I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, hell yeah, and then I remember that I'd had a beer. You should always carry a breathalyzer with you. Um, yeah, no, nah, I do. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. But, um, but I couldn't, I literally, I was, yeah. I was sipping on the beer when they called, um, and it was my oh, first. No. It was it, was it was my first beer, and and mum to take me down to work. Uh, but it was, but it was really annoying. Um, yeah, guess that that is... American would just drive. Yeah, yeah. I'm three beers in. I feel great. So that's that's the main reason I'm looking forward to getting my full license is so I can just. It's so exciting yeah. and freedom, yeah. you know, like. Yeah. No limits on people. I have some material on this topic, actually. I would love for us all to engage in, if, if that's okay. okay. Um, Zeke, I don't really have a good screen share ability, so I'm going to send this link in chat. There's this uh, video for this song that I think just really kind of encapsulates all we've been talking about. I will, I will say, play the audio quieter than you think. Um, Okay. We're going to be listening to uh, a song called D.Y. by Estelle Allen. Once mm-hmm. um, is, to, is, uh, is this is this yeah is this a copyrighted song? Like, am I going to have to replace this with royalty free music? Oh, not when it goes on Spotify. <laughs> All right, can, you, can you guys see my screen? Mm-hmm. I can hear it. I can see it. Cool. Just uh, yeah, turn yeah, turn it halfway. All right. Full screen this. You should drive drunk, you should drive drunk, you should drive. <laughs> you should drunk drive, you should drunk drive, you'll be fine. You should drive drunk, you should drunk drive, you'll be alright. You can drive, you'll be alright. The block supports this. Neighborhood <laughs> radio supports this. <laughs> Australia supports this. Marceline supports this. It's like a 100 jacks if they were responsible. Yes. This is a great PSA. Mm. For people who uh, are listening, watch the video so you understand the context. Shut up, nerd. (laughs) Yeah, turn the car on. Yeah. Oh, wait, okay. 
Heard it here first, folks. Marceline, do you support drunk driving? It seems like it's a yes. You didn't stop <laughs> that from happening. No comments. Talk to my lawyers. Both my lawyers in presence. Sorry. It's been. I reset too much. New Sesame Street episode looks insane. Yeah. Like fuck, fuck. Do better than that. Either double down, pick one way or the other. Oh my god, that just reminds me of my man just like, I was like, oh, it's, like, by the way, I got really excited and I leaked, like, I sent 3am, like, the thing, and he goes, let them leak it, and I was like, oh, like, my manager, I don't know if he's gonna kill me for saying this, sorry, Hugh, um, <laughs> shout out, Hugh, but you have his, um, blessing, I guess, wait, we have his blessing for, wait, wait, what? The leak because when I sent the three AM like unreleased, he's like, "Yeah, I don't care if the leak it." Like, and I was oh like, wait, the, the stuff that you like sent last time, we, we yeah, and I was like, "I trust you guys, don't do it." Yeah. And then like, but I'm talking about Jesus. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, <laughs> okay. if, if Playboy Cardi has showed us anything, it's that leaks create hype, and you don't need to drop music if it's just leaking every single week. Mm. Yeah, it's the faulty bucket strategy. It's, it's yeah. been three years since Playboy Cardi's released music, but no one stopped talking about him. Because it leaks every fucking week. Personally, in my circles, nobody talks about Playboy Cardi. Yes, but, yeah, sorry. What was that? Yeah. We have circles that don't talk about Playboy Cardi each week, so now you're the ostracized one, Zeke. Let's, yeah. let's get into your music taste. Let's get into I mean, Playboy the Playboy Cardi. He's, he's my fourth yeah. most listened to artist of all time. Oh, oh. Uh, oh really? Like a vamp Life era kind of... <laughs> If you had to pick a character from Twilight to go as for Halloween, see who would it be? Um, it would be oh fucking what's give me the what what's the um Edward? No, no, no the no. werewolf. No, 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 no. The dad? Uh, the like Edward's dad. What the fuck is his name? Oh, blonde dude. Yeah, yeah. The Wait, dude who looks Swedish. Yeah. That's Car his Carlisle. dad? Carlisle. 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 Not biologically. Carlisle. Yeah. Just in the in the weird incestuous family thing they got going on. He's like the He's like the leader. Okay. So okay. he becomes papa because yeah. anyway, ah, I love vampires so love I the would, patriarchy and so do we here. I would, go, I would go with Carlisle. That is that is my question what about you marceline who would you go as i'd either go as edward or bella's dad bella's dad yeah oh bella's dad's the classic that's an under underrepresented mm-hmm. character just a man exactly. who forks washington exactly yeah. he's just trying to do his job you know provide for his daughter like he's, mm-hmm. he's just a guy he's just chilling he didn't, didn't want any of that vampire. he is just chilling exactly do my job love my daughter two mystical <laughs> beasts fall in love with my daughter and yeah. I can't do anything about it. It's just he supports Bella no matter what. Yeah, it's the struggle we've all been through. He's one of cinema's greatest, of... greatest fathers. Don't know what else. <laughs> he changed. He changed history forever. I, he uh, left a mark in my heart. Did I? Um... What about you? Oh, name stage. <laughs> Alice. Alice. <laughs> Alice is so. Alice. 
that baseball scene in the first movie yeah. like changed me as a person. Like I'm not a very media obsessed person, yeah. traditional media. I'm addicted to YouTube. Don't get into it. But <laughs> like I remember seeing Twilight and I remember seeing just like that leg go up and like the glint in her eye for like what I have now gone back on is a terrible, terrible scene. Like it is just so the, funny. The yeah. Every but, time I hear that muse song, it a part of my brain. Oh gets triggered mm -hmm. every time i hear that song like they really just brought you <laughs> into that world every time you hear that song you were brought into the world of like vampire baseball and it doesn't make any sense but alice makes it all not matter um and like if i could oh if i could look like her for halloween ooh, <laughs> in an instant i'd walk around and just be alice i'd probably stay home but you know <laughs> I don't really want the attention that would come with that, but uh, it'd be cool. It'd be cool to be it'd Alice. Be cool. Wait, so, so yeah. you know, so my my ex girlfriend um, in 2019 actually made me watch every single Twilight film. Oh um, no! Have you guys seen the, the the last one? Yeah, where she gives birth and then yeah. um, so, the werewolf imprints on her daughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what I'm talking about, name says, have you seen Breaking Dawn Part Two? So, 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 so what, what I'm talking about here, the part that, that, that I'm thinking whenever I think, oh, was it the first one? Or the, anyway, that where they have the massive fight and like every character dies. Um, mm -hmm. And then it turns out that it was like a vision. Oh, oh yes. yes. That's amazing. Crazy. I, re bro, I remember that part. I was watching. Oh, like, like what is happening? Like fucking everyone's dying. Like rest in peace. Rest <laughs> in peace. I, I was like, rest in peace, my boy Jasper. Like what's going on? <laughs> Um, shout out to Jasper. Yeah, we loved Jasper. you. And then, and then, and then, and then, then it revealed it was all a vision. And I'm like, whoa! Like that's, yeah, that, I, that that scene was that that, that like, wild. like like Kubrick, Scorsese, like Tarantino. They would have been taking notes, like watching that scene. One hundred percent. Yeah. Speaking of taking notes, I've been taking notes in this conversation. Uh, we've been tangenting a lot, but there's one main point. That we branched off from and that was, of course, the, the favorite country conversation oh um my and we had sweden, sweden as an answer yeah. so um i've done i've done my research over the past 15 minutes and i've pulled up some some facts about sweden yeah. uh and i've also pulled up some things that are not facts about sweden and oh am i gonna is it guessing game discern which is with <laughs> first i would like to start why sweden from what I've heard, I think they firstly they recycle. I think they get free healthcare, free like the insurance. I think education is free or something, but their cost mm. of living is really expensive, which really sucks. Mm. And although they're considered the happiest, uh, one of the happiest places in the world, they have the highest suicide rate. So I don't know. I'm like I think it's beautiful. I don't know about living there necessarily. I'd love mm. to visit because the air looks so fresh mm. and just being sort of by nature and I don't know it kind of reminds me of like a village in Minecraft <laughs> <laughs> like you know what I mean I just want to kind of like uh, so so you're saying that um because the creator of Minecraft Notch is Swedish that all of Minecraft is technically in Sweden and Minecraft is your favorite country <laughs> pretty much yeah I didn't want to like 
get too deep into it, but I'm, yeah. you know, you kind of caught me out there. So, 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 so eleven year old, eleven year old, eleven year old been playing Minecraft, and it's just like this is. Oh my god! This is where I, this is where I want to live. This is my favorite. This is where I want to live. This is where yeah. I want to be with my people. No, I don't even fucking know why I said that. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I or like probably like Ukraine, but mm. only because I have family there and. I have all the, I have a lot of like positive memories associated with that place. Although it's kind of like I don't know I don't know where I was going with that, but you know, or mm. like Japan, yeah. you know, meet Marzia and Felix. Why not? Say hey guys. Yeah, I remember. I remember when I was in Japan and PewDiePie was there at the same time. <gasps> And all my, oh my friends, god! All of my friends were texting me, being like, "Oh my god! Like you gotta go, like find PewDiePie." I'm not a PewDiePie. It's fan. like where's Waldo, but where's PewDiePie? Yeah, literally, like, and all my friends were like, "Oh, you like?" They were like texting me, like, "Oh, like he's here. Like you should go, like try and meet him." And I'm like, "No, like I'm not doing that." Uh, it took me a while to to realize who we were talking about when you said the other. I don't know their names. Felix yeah, I know them in a first name basis, you know. Yeah, I, I guess you could say they are practically my best friends. We are. Yeah, we basically like know each other inside Ooh. and out. Like. Yeah. yeah. So, what what do you think were like? Let's go back, you know, to your your teenage years. What were your like top three strongest parasocial relationships? Like, who were the people that you were just clinging on to personality wise? Were you like Brockhampton oh, physique? Guys, um, <laughs> wait, are we talking about YouTubers or just that, just we can stick with YouTubers? Yeah, YouTubers? yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, well, I, I really love PewDiePie because I used mm -hmm. to watch his stuff as comfort, mm -hmm. as controversial as this is. Um, his name's Ian, he he did with like Joji, like, um, he had like the cop thing. Oh my that god, I iDubs with that. Be? Yeah, oh, bro, okay. 2016, I used to watch iDubs. Like so much, like his content cop videos. Mm -hmm. Oh my god, Jax yeah. films. Um, oh, yeah. Jax films. Okay. What else did I watch? Um, Jax films does the Yowie, yes right? Yeah, yesterday I asked you, and I was like, oh mm -hmm. my god. I, oh my I, god, Sm no, Smosh was a bit before yeah. 2016. I, was, but... I, I remember yeah. um, Jax films um, when he did the countdown to the Emoji movie. I thought that shit was like <laughs> the funniest thing like of all time. He's so funny. I don't know. Uh, I'd say these are like my. Did you say top three? Was that right? Uh, yeah, top however many you want. We'll say four because it's it's four four oh. four. So okay, okay. We're sticking to um, fours. And KSI. 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 Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Back in the day. I was like okay. what thirteen? Okay. Anyway, what about you guys? Yeah, hmm. I mean. Like, when I say Brockhampton, like, parasocial, I have never, like, really been parasocial for anyone, but Brockhampton is probably mm -hmm. the only artist or anyone that I've cared about beyond the thing that I'm into them for. Mm. Um, like, most musicians, I just yeah. I just listen to their music and I don't beyond engage with yeah. them beyond that. Whereas Brockhampton, like, I was, like, mm -hmm. you know, went a little bit beyond that. But um, Would you go that far for, for Sufjan? Uh, nah, to be honest, I've interested in his life beyond music, either. music. Um, except for knowing like except for i don't know anyway um, the context yeah. yeah but like brockhampton yeah. brockhampton's so, always been good though i'm not gonna lie like their their music like they're so diverse and like they're complex and they actually think like that's i used to listen to this stuff and repeat when i was a lot younger 
I like I have to say that the music is timeless. Mm-hmm. Like I'm actually like this is fucking good, and like the music videos, the art, everything. I'm like, oh, give me more. <laughs> Mama's hungry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think okay. I was like I was 16 when I got into them. Uh, and I think yeah. it's like the perfect age. I think they literally came out at the perfect age for me to. Yeah, say, yeah, yeah. Being a being a teenager when Brockhampton drops sounds like an experience. It's one I certainly did not have. have. Um, I think technically I did. I I, I turned twenty pretty much right after right. Saturation yeah. One dropped. Mm-hmm. Um. And I, I'd agree. I think Brockhampton was that first group that I really cared about, mm. like who they are outside of <clears throat> the music they're making, because they weren't just making music. And I think um, Kevin Abstract's newest release is a great example of this. Of like, I could not tell you what that song sounded like, but I remember the visuals, and I am curious, and I am interested. And they did a great job of just kind of capturing that attention um yeah but re- oh my god as a teenager i, I, lose, yeah. I lose my fucking mind I, 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 oh I my remember, god i remember like and this is i think where kevin abstract is like great is oh. he is really Let's i go. think because he is a parasocial stand type guy himself um he knows how to really hook in to those people and get them invested in his music and his persona and um and like like when I was I remember when Brockhampton like sort of first came out and he was posting like Brockhampton movie coming soon like Brockhampton like like we're gonna do everything and like you know just like heaps of shit and he was really able to like yeah to because he was that type of person himself yeah. he was just did a great job at making people invested like in Brockhampton beyond, yeah like music um, yeah very I, um... smart. You're right. He knew how to connect with people. He's good at marketing. He's. I like. I haven't listened to every single Brockhampton song, but the favorites, like those that I did listen to, because I when I like music, I listen to it for months consistently. Mm -hmm. Same. Mm -hmm. And I remember Kevin Abstract. I didn't know their names or anything. I still am not too familiar, so I feel like uh oh, because I'm on you know. uh Oh, fine. Um, but they are so creative and so smart. Like I, like. I could just imagine listening to them tripping on something and just like on acid rooms and just like, Bleh! like, you know what I mean? Just mind blown. Like, I'll be like, they, they're they all so unique and have so many beautiful qualities within themselves and how they all come together is like a fucking, like, what is the, like, Marvel? Like, I don't know, like, superheroes. Like, to put it. Yeah, no, 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 I feel you. I feel you. It's like every member has like something that they contribute and it all like comes together to like make something like amazing. Yeah, it's the, and they yeah. they complement really well and I like you know they're yeah. so collaborative. Obviously they're like a team. You know, yeah. when I discovered have an abstract world, I was like, whoa, my mind was I was like shocked even more. I was like, What what I'm just finding out all this stuff. I'm like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually an interesting point about I think making music being an artist being a creative etc being someone who creates things that is kind of like based on self mm-hmm. um and the type of relationships that maybe not you're hoping to form but that you feel kind of need to form with you and this kind of idea of an audience in order to to gain a claim like you need people to care about 
you just show them something that will make them care not just about that thing but you as a person or at least you as an artist whatever character you are creating because i do think it's almost entirely impossible to be yourself through what you create because that's not really the point. Um, and so it kind of starts this conversation. I don't know if I, I assume you've all at least thought about this or uh, talked about it amongst your circles of people, but um, you're very managing. Mm-hmm. You're very <laughs> like, I like the way you phrase things and how you just feel like mm. a little way flows. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway. Thank you, thank you. I'm reading off the script right now. I've said enough wrong to know what I want to say most of the time now. But um, I guess this would be a point of conversation that I'd like to, to, to invite both of you into, just kind of muse about for a bit, is um, what does it mean to connect with an audience for you? Mm-hmm. Um, specifically what would you like people to get out of engaging with you and you know what would you like them to care about what sides of yourself do you want to show mm. yeah well, uh, I, I, I could i could start but i won't oh, wait sorry i could start but i won't okay. so the floor is open just like, uh, um, okay, I'll start. Um, for me, I think a lot of, especially A-list celebrity artists and all that, you know, obviously mm-hmm. there's a dynamic and, you know, there's a, there's a whole, to me, there's a disconnect. You know, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter how you are, how much, how many views or plays and you're racking up, whatever mm-hmm. it is, at the end of the day, we're all people or human. Mm-hmm. And ultimate goal is to connect with people through honesty and and hopefully, I don't know, like integrity, Mm. but also to, to, to appreciate all parts of yourself and all stages. And that, you know, I, I, my end goal is to, I guess why even I'm doing the mastering thing is so people can grow and to learn about themselves. And I know it's it's whatever, it's just music. It's silly, but Mm. I want to make, comfortable in their own skin because I struggled with that for so long mm. and the other people grow and and oh, um, be ha- uh, sorry you, you cut out a bit um on that do you mind repeating um what you just said thank you for letting me know um basically my main objective <laughs> is to you know at the end of the day we're all humans mm. and Oh, you know, because I struggled with myself and my identity and I was struggling to be comfortable in my own skin and, you know, I had issues with self-esteem and mm. and I didn't know how to act or present myself so worried about other my surrounding external factors like people and opinions that wasn't set in myself and I'm mm. still changing but I want to make sure that I can connect with people and, you know, the audience on a deeper level where they mm. feel like they can and they can be comfortable, you know, and love all the good, the bad, you know, that yeah. they grow love and they're happy. Mm. Like, yeah, <laughs> like, you know, like, because I struggle with that for so long and so many people do. I, you know, community and to, and oh, my cat, hey, Jerry. And to, like, I don't know, I just, I, you know, I want to see people thrive and mm. build, a, build, a, build a cool, like, build a cool community, you know, yeah. and make people happy. Yeah. yeah. No, that's, that's it. 
if you um if you had to come up with a name for your fan base, what would it be? Oh shit! Uh, I haven't thought that far. Um, um, I don't know. I can't think like oh, mostly like what could be cool. Uh, Let's brainstorm. Let's do it together. Let's come up with some 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 demo ideas. Cool. Okay. So we got what? What's the full artist name? What is? Marceline. Is it Marceline? Marceline. Okay. I- like Marceline Valentine, but no one fucking knows or cares enough to be like. Do you want to use Valentine? Are you keeping the Valentine there? It's not on my like. It just is Marceline on like all my music, so I guess technically, it is just Marceline. So we'll roll with that. We'll roll with that. Okay, roll with Marceline. Adventure time inspired Marceline. Marcelinas rise up. Marcelinas. Whoa, it was, I feel like that was in my face. That was so smart. <laughs> yeah, we don't need to brainstorm. Zeke, <laughs> Zeke brained the storm. Look at you. 99 over here. The Fucking world fan. record brainstorming session. Yeah, the Marceline fan base Speed run. Retweet this if you're a real Marcelina. <laughs> real Marcelinas. Fuck it. That's my nickname in the server now. I'm a real Marcelina. Selena. Yeah. I too am. <laughs> I'd hope you're a real You're the original Marcelina. (laughs) Who the fuck is that? Oh, Team Marcelina. Okay. Talked a little bit about um, your audience connection here. Zeke, I don't know. What do you you feel about the combination of... uh, For me, audience connection is about going for something like a specific thing that resonates with the audience. Like, Mm -hmm. even, I think... You know, so obviously the majority of artists try to present an aspect of themselves um, that they're trying to get the audience to connect with. And, um, you know, but even like when you've got artists like Daft Punk or Burial, um, where the anonymity is the point, I think even then they're still like they're still even by not through not revealing themselves, they're still trying to connect with a certain aspect um, of their listeners and so for me i think connection with an audience is just about finding that common ground um between the art that you're trying to make and what your audience is looking for um you know so and Mm -hmm. yeah and so for the majority of artists um it's share you know taking a specific part of yourself and sharing it but yeah Mm -hmm. even if you don't want to share yourself like again like with burial he shared it's his lack of him sharing himself that he specifically curated that and that was the part that resonated with like his fan base um right i, I don't know yeah because sense, it, but, yeah no it does make sense i'm gonna cough like i think I, th- I think that burial choosing not to by choosing not to share anything about himself that is the part of him that resonated with his audience is that desire for mm-hmm. anonymity and that desire to be unknown and remain sort of mysterious um so yeah i have such good words to say if my cough will allow me to get through them um because you bring up a great point of even if you're choosing not to share anything you are sharing something i mean there's a reason that every release burial does is under the same name mm-hmm. like it is, it is building this project it is building burial and even if burial doesn't have any personal information you have the context of just the music oh my god no oh. Poor name stage. Oh, poor little guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, too hard. I'm gonna go get water. You get your water. 
hydration. But that's so good because it also, you're right, it does what mysterious. Anonymity. It's it's good, you know, It's it keeps people curious, but also it doesn't, like, you can sort of, it's like when you read a book, you know, you, you're you wondering what do the characters look like, what does this look like, it builds something in your mind, it's like, an, it's like, they have their own definition of, of them, you know what I mean, like, does that? Yeah, yeah, no, I get you. Well, because you can connect in your own personal level with your own, however you perceive them. Hmm. The truest Marcelina. Mm-hmm. That is. Yeah. Yeah. I think artist audience connection also. It's very. Mm, like, there's obviously so many levels, and the majority of people who will ever engage with pretty much any form of your art, you know, the 90% will engage with it, enjoy it, and move on. Um, whereas, you know, there are the people who kind of like the core minority who care more about you and your life and the things and re- really they just kind of enjoy the context they enjoy the world that i think the art exists in um which we had a bit of a conversation about this earlier in the block in regards to the context around um Sufjan steven's um newest album which i i won't get too into um and how you know, someone now knowing that context and listening to it with that new context allows them to feel deeper and more and, you know, more strongly towards the art. And I think ideally that's what someone is looking for in an artist is just this permission, which is a term I bring up all the time when talking about music, this permission to feel deeply, engage deeply and explore. Um, it's the reason why I think Drake can make the same song that Zeke makes but if Drake releases it, it hits harder. It doesn't yeah. matter if everything's the exact same. It's because it's not just the song. It is, this is another, you know, pit stop in the world of Drake, who, man, he had some pit stops. Um, <laughs> and I just wanted to, like, tap, like, tap onto that as well. It's like when an artist covers a song um, and the context of that artist can completely change the cover, even if not, even if not a single word has changed, um, mm-hmm. it, you know, and I think a great example of that, of course, is you know, Hurt by Nine Inch Nails. Um, mm-hmm. like f- for you know, great song, but Johnny Cash covering that brought a, a whole new life to the song because, um, <laughs> because, joke because, right because, because Hurt, like, like for an end of his career, Johnny Cash to sing those lyrics and say those words even if they're the exact same it hits so much harder than for a beginning of his career trent reznor um you know um and so wait he... what? oh that was not a, that's not a johnny cash original no. no that's what i'm saying oh my god i never knew that's that what i'm saying he's just covered a nine inch nails song um what the I, I thought they were blasting that in the 60s that's a great example of, of how context... <laughs> it was one of the last songs he ever recorded before he died. Um, and I think, you know, that context alone completely changes that song and makes it... like one, That fully, that makes me want to yeah. go listen. That, that, yeah. yeah. That's what makes it one of the best, like, if not the best cover of all time. Um, because mm-hmm. it completely reshapes... And, like, you know... Like, as Trent, like I think Trent Reznor has literally been on record saying... Uh, 
like it's Johnny Cash's song. Um, it is fully a song, yes. Yeah, and so yeah, so, so just what you were saying on um, yeah. the stage about like how the context, you know, if me and Drake released the same song, everything is unchanged. You know, the context of it being yeah. Drake is what makes it resonate with people. And I think you know, absolutely, the truest example of that is you know, yeah, hurt, um, and hurt by Johnny Cash um, versus Nine Inch Nails. Fucking learn something new every time. Damn right, I I I'm hard pressed to agree with you. Um, on the topic of covers. Marceline, I'm going to direct this at you so it's not bl- blindsided, okay? I'm going to give you ample time to prepare. I'm going to ask you a question on the topic of covers. Just get the get the cogs rolling now, all right? Okay, okay. Covers. Oh, no! I know where you're going. Wait, no. <laughs> you did your research. What? I'm no, I... I, I was just going to simply ask if there's any songs you've covered in the past... Not say anything else. <laughs> I was gonna say, I know, I know. Ex- oh my god! I okay. So for context, when I was younger, I'm just gonna fucking. Mm-hmm. I've like tried to cover my tracks. I can't because I don't mm-hmm. know my. I don't have access to the account. It's online forever. Obviously, I was still mm-hmm. learning and finding my voice. And oh, oh my god! I'm like sort of. I'm face is going red. <laughs> um. Yeah. When I was younger a way for me to get comfortable and I was like oh I'll just sing I'll sing so I started posting covers online under my actual name and yeah I mean they're not the greatest but they're it shows work in progress you know were were? I was between the like 15, 14 to 16 that's mm-hmm. peak YouTube covers age I think mm-hmm. oh it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was not a YouTube cover, but yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, it's like it's public. I can't even I've tried reporting mm. the account a hundred times. I've tried <laughs> like I don't know the password. I don't know it's my mm. old number from my old mobile, like my old phone. So mm. I can't even be like, oh I forgot password. I email, I've tried, I've literally yeah. messaged Instagram, like emailed them mm-hmm. so many times saying, Hey, like and I've shown proof of ID and everything and even then mm. <laughs> Oh my god. Mm. Do you want to talk about some of the some of the songs you you covered before, and then some of the songs that you would like to maybe cover now? Like, what have you been listening to? Let's. Um, so you haven't <laughs> named any of the songs, you know? Like, what what? I don't know what they are. I've never heard these. <laughs> yeah, so I covered "Oh Wonder." I covered "Birdie." I covered. This is off memory. I think Drake at one point. I covered um, Billy Eilish. Um, <laughs> my voice is shaking. I that's what I remember, and what I want to cover probably like Evanescence, um, maybe a bit of Billie Eilish, The Veronicas, um, Amy Winehouse, if I can, Daniel Caesar, Frank Ocean. That's what I'm looking more into. Um, Phoebe Bridges, stuff like that, you know, yeah, maybe break ins, but like acoustic version, okay. yeah. Yeah. Well, I I appreciate you, uh, you know, opening up. I will say, I I have never heard of the. I genuinely don't know what you're talking about with this, like Instagram and other covers. Um, Oh my god! So so you did this out yourself. Um, But 
That's okay. Even with research and access to the legal name, I didn't find anything. Okay, six. Uh, in the past two minutes that I was looking, <laughs> so. And I'm pretty. I'm a good Googler. All I right? know. Yeah. Zeke knows this. I'm a great Googler. You're like a Nardwad of this of this radio station. Let me tell you, I brought up some Nardwad information to you last time, and you did not respond. And I was like, "Damn." All right. Like if I say like the words, if I say the words "sexy Mexicans," like I want that to mean something, but I didn't have much, you know. Um, Yeah, that's the depth of where it went. And for those who don't know, that is just a song that I found on uh, "Liked by an Old." Uh, Marceline SoundCloud account from seven years ago. Um, <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny! Uh, yeah, hilarious. That's about it. You got, you got, um, yeah, you got it. You got a good amount of stuff, stuff covered. You're, you're, you're okay. You're, you're Marceline on the internet. All right, that's all. That's all you are. Not anybody else. You're, there we go. You. That's all you want. Yeah. I want to be Marcelina on the internet. I'm going to be the second biggest Marcelina. We got Noah Wiggle here. Shout out to Noah Wiggle. Yeah, I love Noah. Noah's actually really sweet. Shout out to Noah. Noah. amazing. Noah's here enjoying the interview, sending memes, making their own. Hell yeah. Average Swifty versus average Marcelina. Uh, (laughs) Oh, yeah. Mm. What fan base are you going to war with? Yeah, we got children. Like, no. you know, when you're when you're fully actualized, like what are you going to make your mobilized army do? Like who are we fighting? Wait, as in like mm-hmm. I'm sorry, like, I'm fan base first fan base. Um, Marcelina's first blank. Marcelina Swifties, whatever the fuck they're called. For Swifties, I right, bet we're winning. Um, I just wanted to point out real quick, uh, names as you can see with Drill Dash here in chat, uh, a preview of the uh, Music League winner role. That's Music <laughs> winner, a people's champ. So that's uh, you'll get that little trophy if you win our Music League. You'll get that red name. Uh, so. That's crazy! What the red. fuck? Mister Red himself. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, the Marcelinos versus. Day of the week, that average Marcelina could take out 100 Swifties easily. Oh, yeah, 100%. Let's go. I can handle the super Swifties, though. Um, I don't know what swagger the fuck that could solve. Any- <laughs> what do you do? No, no question, no doubt in my mind, just straight swagger. I reckon, um, mm. I reckon if uh, Marcelina did the errors to it, it would, it would, it would sell out instantly. <laughs> Oh yeah, I'll be doing the stanky leg on stage like I'm doing tomorrow. Yeah. I'll pull up Soldier Boy with me too. Yeah. yeah I go yeah. back up, I go animal. Soldier Boy up on stage, Soldier Boy Marceline. Soldier Boy Marceline collab. <laughs> mm, okay. Alright. So I burned my lip on a party pie yesterday. No, that's the worst. It was I like I haven't had party pies in like four years and my friend's like do you want some party pies i was like fuck yeah i want some party pies and we're looking at the stars and like we're just eating party pies and she's like it's really hot i'm like yeah okay whatever i fuck it like this the the meat mixture whatever the fuck it is dripped down my lip and like oh it, like 
I had no. I didn't mm-hmm. even process it. I was. I accepted my fate. I was like, "That's mm-hmm. it." Yeah, that's the fucking. I hate when that happens. Na- Can you explain for the uh, for the viewers at home who who uh, might not know what a party pie is? Because I know what a party pie is. Oh, like, you know, it's like one of the pies. You know, you heat it up. It up no, it's one of the pies. I my hands are working on this nail clipper <laughs> that I accidentally broke because it was trying to be a mustache. All right, I got busy hands oh, yeah. and a busy mind. But really cool. party pies, you know, party pies for people who don't know are um, going to be these kind of uh, pies and pies are a very common, almost a national dish of Australia. Actually, <laughs> they're going to be filled with some sort of substance, whether it be, you know, depends on the variant you get. It might be like meat or cheese or it might be like, you know, a dessert. It could, it could really be anything no, depending no, on the party no, you're no, throwing, no, whether it's a. Let me finish. Let me finish. Party pies. You know, everyone, everyone uh, is actually legally required to have them at every single party in Australia. And um, Marceline was just at a star watching party. And as you know, stars are extremely, extremely, extremely hot. And, um, you know, Marceline's just dedicated to the constellations and decided to bite the bullet. This bullet being a, a party pie that was too hot and get branded forever as just a reminder of her connection to the universe. Um, That's, ex- yeah, it took yeah. the words right away. Exactly yeah. where I was going. What a party pie, Zeke, if you want to. <laughs> yeah, well, um, that's what, that's where I was getting, you know, with that. No, 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 I wasn't sure if you had yeah. actually, I wasn't sure if you, if you had actually Googled it and were spreading misinformation. No, I had it at all. No, 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 no. Uh, I, I wasn't sure if you were spreading misinformation, but, you know, a party, what a party pie is, is so in Australia, we have handheld little meat pies. Um, yeah. And a party pie is just, it's just a miniaturized version of a meat pie. It's just a little, little thing like this big. And it's yeah. it's a little pastry, little bit of round pastry filled with meat. Um, do, you, like ground do you get them from the the servo uh, sta- no, station? Servos, servos sell full size meat pies. You would not really ever get a party pie from the servo. I'm gonna. I don't like meat pies unless they're party pies or the one forty or one twenty, whatever it's called, the bacon and cheese ones. I like the taste of prote- processed cheese. Processed cheese. Pro- wow, did I say processed? Processed cheese is fucking amazing. I agree. Um, yeah, it's delicious. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I I like pepper pepper steak meat pies. They're my favorite. I don't like normal. See- meat pies. I don't like normal meat pies either. But pepper steak ones. Mm-mm. See, y'all got it wrong with this whole meat thing. All right, what you got to do is you got to wake up. One day, maybe tomorrow, it will be a tomorrow, but maybe this tomorrow, and just you know, never eat it again. You know what I discovered? <laughs> My friend Rachel, she took me out to a really nice bougie restaurant, and I was like, oh, we shouldn't be here, <laughs> you know, knowing us. And um, we... The, this pasta looked so good. The moment I walked in, I was like, oh, this looked like I'm, I'm, a, I'm a foodie. I love my pasta. And I was like, oh, it's veal. I'm like, isn't that baby cow? Because I feel really guilty eating meat. And then the guy's like, no, it's baby. He says, it's Bambi. It's baby deer. <laughs> I mean, in the end, I did eat it and it was delicious. But the the guy was like, you know what? It's we They're ethically sourced. I had a good life. It's in the field chilling, you know, and it's in your stomach and it's having another life, technically, you know, repeating the cycle. Mm. So I didn't feel too bad. That that microbiome. Fuck up. I did not know that. Yeah. Anyway. They what? We missed that. 
potty pies. Yeah, potty I just, I've never heard of that. Neither. I think Drill Dasher just, just imagined that. I just I think he, through his <laughs> own free will, he just decided to expose us to that concept. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> you can get some meatless party pies from uh, Pie Society, um, <laughs> traded by um, Plars Bakehouse. Um, shout out to Plars. For, um, um, I just be in a bakehouse. Sorry, real quick. Um, because the people listening on Spotify won't be able to see the chat. Um, what Drill Dasher said that made us have that re- reaction was uh, Drill Dasher said tofu party pie is a horror beyond human comprehension, and this man <laughs> invented said horror beyond human comprehension. It did not exist prior to that sentence. So. Yeah, no, that that checks out. Anyway, how many superpowers? I'll give you an example. <laughs> um and 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 we'll see if y'all have any superpowers. I think I have one and a half. I have one real one and one fake one. The fake one I'm gonna do. It's for the people who watch the video only. I will describe it as it happens. Is I can move the muscles around my face and just kind of make my face. That's crazy. Flex. <laughs> uh, so like, if I get this angle right here, which I'm looking at my forehead, my eyebrows oh. aren't. Yeah. Oh my god! How did you work? Oh out my god! That? How did you work this out? Yeah, how did? Oh, well, I never thought about that. Uh, one day, you know, I was um just tuning in with my body and being like, "What muscles do I have?" And then I just <laughs> went, and I was like, "Whoa! I guess I have all of my face." And really, what it is is I'm just moving my ears, but I'm moving my ears so hard because I'm so fucking strong that um it's just moving my whole face um that's that's the half superpower the real one is i can send a chill up my spine at any given point in time and give myself goosebumps and it's like great for temperature control and regulation when it's too hot it chills me down and when it's too cold it warms me up and i've never met anyone else who could do that there you go. I'm, that's what the first it, time I'm hearing that. Holy shit. That's really yeah. fucking... That's, yeah. What the fuck? Your body's no, it's, cool. It's not, it's not a name stage conversation unless you learn some lore that makes you go, what the fuck? Name stage lore. Yeah. I love so, it. So, everyone's got lore. You just gotta, you know, tune in, turn on, drop ship. Um, <laughs> that's a, that's a funny ship. joke to just me. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> the tune-in, turn-on, and drop-out generation? No, we're the tune-in, turn-on, drop-ship generation. Uh, yeah, do you, do you have any powers or any uh, abilities in yourself that you notice and you're like, huh, maybe this is normal to me but not normal to everybody else? Um, I can wiggle my eyebrows at different times. Like, does that make sense? Oh! Like, oh. Yeah! Oh my god, they're going away. Ah, I can't stop. I'm just kidding. I can't stop. I'm going to bring you through the test. All right. I want to see how much control you have. Mm -hmm. Can you raise just the left one? Okay. Raise just the right one. Both? Right? What? Okay. Keep the right one up. Keep the right one up. (laughs) Bring the left one up as well. Bring the left one higher than the right while they're both up. (laughs) <laughs> okay, right one high on the left one. They're both up. So far, seven for seven. She is killing this. That's All right, great. now give me a wave from right to left. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> you go, okay, well, okay, left to right. 
crazy. <laughs> a little bit. I am seeing the muscle that's actually controlling this for you, and that is to, so. Like, I didn't even. We just learned an anatomy lesson here. So I've seen a lot of people control with like this for like raising their eyebrows. It's yeah underneath, right? You, can you are doing inner control with like muscles coming from the bridge of your nose. <laughs> And they're controlling, like, you're able to, like, accent the inner eyebrow. That's crazy. I did not even just... <laughs> Which, maybe that's maybe that's the key to doing it. Is... But I feel I the tension above my eyebrow. Like Oh, yeah, like you're like... using them all. Yeah, like. yeah. Can I, can I do an eyebrow wave? Hold on. Zeke, can I you do an eyebrow wave? I don't think I have control over my eyebrows. Whoa! What the fuck? I think you can. It's hard, though, isn't it? It's weird. It's like, it feels wrong to do it almost no i don't have I don't, I don't have individual eyebrow control holy I shit have left, i have left don't my have right left. eyebrow is definitely better than my left i need to like work oh, in my no, muscles you can do the uh, you can do the dreamworks smirk uh, dreamworks if i try and do my right i feel like lin-manuel miranda hold up hold up, hold up. dreamworks you guys, you guys seen the, the dreamworks the dreamworks smirk Every mm -mm. every poster for movies by DreamWorks. Um, no, it just clicked. Always have a character. Hang on. Do the chicken and smirk. Damn, I think gonna get a movement better than the rock law. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah. I'm fucking. Like... Yeah. You gotta. You gotta oh my god. This with that <laughs> I like the duck. Yeah, we got the, the DreamWorks smirk. There we go. You know, um, like Hugh Neutron. My uh, my mom. Speaking of um powers, my mom recently has been, for the last week or two, has been doing this bit that is way beyond ex its expiration date. Where and I, I feel like that the fact that it's beyond its expiration date is part of the bit though. She comes in. Okay, okay. She, she comes up. She comes up to me and she's like, you know what, Zeke? Like, I just learned something like really cool about myself. And I'm like, what is it? And she's like, I actually have a power. And I'm like, what is it? And she's like, my power. <gasps> mom sounds my, so cool. My power is that I can't be annoying. <laughs> and I'm like, and I'm, and I'm like, oh, okay. And she's like, yeah, like you know, b b believe it. How much I try, like I actually am incapable of annoying people. And I'm like watching a movie or something, and I'm like, okay. And she's like, like right now, like the fact you're watching this movie, like, and I'm talking to you, like normally that would annoy the shit out of you, but it, like because I can't be annoying, like it's not. <laughs> she's got points. She's got points. See, hold on. What I need, what I need you to do is I need your mom to not do that bit to anybody else because I am fully stealing that. That is a <laughs> part of my identity now. Yeah. Like that's gonna be a go-to. Oh my fucking god, wow. Yeah, and, and so it's like two weeks Ooh. since then, and she's like, like the other day she was, um... We gotta get that in she, the papers. She, my mum was, oh, yeah. was walking up and down the hallway, and she was going, Get your washing out, get your washing out, get your washing out. And I go out, and I'm like, mum, like, it's like 8am, like, can you please stop? And she's like, what do you mean? Like, there's no way this mean. is annoying you, because I can't be annoying. <laughs> I I feel like that's a really healthy mindset that people can learn from. Is what do you mean? I can't be annoying. I can't be bad at this thing. I people want me here. Yeah. It's I have a superpower. It's proven science. I literally am required. And um yeah, and the other day um 
the other day her and my dad had an argument and my mum was like I'm, oh, really, no. I'm really sorry if that was annoying and then she was like wait a minute I can't be annoying <laughs> <laughs> let's your go mom like she could be my new best friend um Ibs. <laughs> the silence um, after that was definitely when are, when are we going to when are we going to Tasmania see when you find us out yeah. Yeah, you guys, you, yeah, I'll uh Ooh. when I when, when I hit the lottery, I'll fly everyone to Tasmania. I'll fly the whole block to Tasmania. I'll, I will say yeah. um and in the back burner of my mind, I do know that there is a Launceston chess club that is fairly active. Mm. Um and I am part of the Los Angeles chess club that is also fairly active and I want them to battle. I used to be in the Launceston chess club. No what? When I was like 11, 12. Holy Let's shit. fucking go. We, I might need your expertise in uh, uh, navigational um, bureaucratic skills there, Zeke, because we might, we might be in the talks soon to get a crossover event. I just think it'd be cool to play chess with people who are living in the future. Um, I agree. Wait, are you actually, actually going to chat to the Launceston chess club? Oh, not not immediately. Not right away. It'll probably, I, I, it probably won't even be for like... A year. That would be crazy but... because, like, it's like, it's like not completely unrealistic that there would be people, um, in that that would know who I am. Um... No, right, and like, Launceston, like, Los Angeles Chess Club, is a movement, which I'm not going to get into, but it's a, it's a movement. It's a. Oh. I shit you not. We have we have a a a former. She 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 started playing chess five months ago. Quit her full time like making hundreds of thousands of dollars job as a stock trader to make this chess club damn she she dedicated. i love it she we're coming to launceston yeah we're not going to mainland australia do y'all call, call it mainland yeah oh Hell we yeah. do we're not, okay we're not, in, we're not in, in going to the fucking Tasmania, mainland, it's the mainland. <laughs> oh, <laughs> shout out shout out tasmania for hannah gadsby and that's about it um, that's Tasmania. Who is Hannah Gatsby? That's all. Your 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 best cultural export. Uh, that's who Hannah Gatsby is. <laughs> I think she's Tasmanian. I don't know. Oh um, yes, I know. I know who she is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, she's she, your um, she biggest did cultural the, export. The 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 your mom's... Is that her? I don't. I, I don't, don't know. know. I know her from. A stand-up comedy special. In yeah, which... yeah, yeah, yeah. Hang on. Yeah. I know, I know who she is, but yeah, no, she's from she's from Bernie, Tasmania. I just got the yeah, yeah, yazed. Oh, spitting off the edge of the world there, Zeke. All right. I um. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Oh, uh, speaking of right. LA, sorry, this is completely off topic. Um, are that's either, fine. Are if you guys into underscores? That oh sounds- yeah. Oh, I haven't listened to Wall Sockets yet, but everyone I know has lost their. I um. Fucking mind I, I, I I'm really um. When I interviewed Chuck, um, he said that mm-hmm. he was friends with Underscores. Yeah, he is. Um, and so I've messaged him because I want to interview Underscores. Listen, uh, Underscores interview. Uh, I'm here. I've also messaged Underscores and- myself, and I've been like, "Hey, like, you're." Um, and we interviewed. Are you cut out? Oh, sorry. Um, I, 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 I've also messaged her saying, um, 
you know, your new album, Wallsocket, is really, really good. And um, we interviewed Chuck recently, um, and we would love to get you on our um, show. So hopefully she gets back to me. Yeah. She probably uh, will. Uh, underscores is, um, yeah, top 10. I've heard of them, but I don't know who they are. Like, so she makes like um like Jane. Are you familiar with Jane Jane Remover? No. Okay. Well, it's kind of like it's like if you like Breakins, like it's that kind of like rocky. Oh, okay. Rock, okay. Rock like high. Breakins but better. Yeah. Breakins but way better. Yeah, it's like that. It's like in that yeah, firmly every way. Firm, it's form. like very firmly in that like emo punk. Um, I love it. Like hyper punk. Punk goes pop. Goes hyper. Goes. Yeah, Ooh. I think I actually think you would fucking love underscores. Now that I think about it, oh my God. it I actually think you'd hate. I actually think you'd hate her. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess you gotta listen to it and prove one of us right. Yeah, but um, anyway, anyway, I just randomly um, I just randomly got reminded because I realized um, name stage that underscores would be someone that you're familiar with. Look at you um, making moves, Zeke. You're killing it. So have. So yeah, have you ever met her? Yeah, it would not shock me if you've met her. Is that have you ever met her? I I have not met underscores. No, uh, I I couldn't even tell you what underscores uh, looks like. Yeah. Um, off the top of my head, I um I meet random people here. That is one thing I will say, and, and I do have some questions about this in regards to music scene in um. Melbourne. Before we move on, um, Marcelina, I've also messaged Dane. Um, about doing an interview, but she never opened my message. So that's really I'll, I'll message, I'll, I'll text them and I'll, I'll tell them. Yeah. And they'll be like, no. I really, I really, you. after, after, after their new single, like, I really want to, really want to interview them. You know, let so. me do a little cheeky plug. My yeah. brother yeah, I know. wrote, oh, you know, I so yeah. they, they work together. Um, yeah. And actually, actually, I had a question about that. Sorry, sorry, name stage. I had a question about that. So I noticed that, um, yeah, your brother um, produced um, Dane's single, but mm-hmm. um, it says it's produced by Healings, um, and I was just questioning. That's all. That's my brother. I guess yeah, I probably okay. maybe if you put it under Healings and maybe not. Like Miniskirt has done a few Cause things. It's, it's, I... It says because Dane, like the 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 writing credits for the track are Dane and your brother. Yeah, so they did it together. Oh, sorry, then they would have done it together. Um, but then the but then produced by Healings. And I was just wondering what Healings. Um, so my brother has a few different accounts. Mainly, he uses Miniskirt. Yeah. <laughs> um, hi, Oddity. But um, like there's Healings. There's quite a few. Like um, Up Gang is a big yeah, one. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. Depending on the genre and the style, so he's he's very. Um, diverse. Okay, yeah. Take cool. a little plug. No, just had a... I'll, I'll message them. Actually, I'll message them now. Yeah. Um, I'll be like, hey, by the way. I would, I would love um, to, I would love to interview. Cause after, I just got back uh, from America. Yeah, yeah, I noticed that. Um, yeah, cause, yeah, cause I follow them. It is too much. Um, but anyway, yeah, I just thought I, just reminded me, just talking about people that I want to interview. I would love to interview Dane because their music is fucking sick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, what were you saying, uh, sorry, name stage, about um, meeting musicians? And... You're all good. I just lost my mind for a minute and a half. I think that was a great <laughs> experience for all of us. Um, I was going to say that, uh, yeah, no, you mentioned, you know, 
kind of how small of a world it is in regards to like making music and being an artist like oh yeah this person you interviewed last week is friends with someone who made a fucking amazing album and just amazing music in general that is underscores what was that what was that sorry name said you cut out on my end sorry i cut out how dare you it it was on mine not not on yours oh i know it wasn't my fault (laughs) 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 no i'm saying like yeah you know it's it's a very small world a very small i won't say industry i don't like that term um but we know if you make music you know other people that make music and then you meet other people that make music and then it just kind of expands to where like oh this person that you know knows someone who makes something that you love like it kind of you know the music scene is global which mm-hmm. is fantastic, but there's still like I think we still live in a time in which the stronger presence of a music community is based in person. Like I know, um, in Los Angeles, I am meeting a lot of artists in person, and their main network is also people who live in LA. And I'm a bit different from them in the sense of most of the musicians I know and connect with are fully online, Discord. Um, you know random people all throughout the world which i think is great um but i only really know about like major american cities scene um so, uh, that was a firework um <laughs> and or term like, like scuffs yeah i either know about what it's like in a major american city because i've been in new york atlanta chicago la um and some smaller towns or i know terminally online musicians i do not know anything else about finding music community and existing as an artist in other parts of the world uh i would love to know what what that is like regionally for you marceline what is the music community in uh melbourne look like how did you get started with finding your people because i know that that's obviously a journey um well it all started when i guess my manager reached out to me and then straight away i they hooked up sessions. I started working with Lucy, Blomkamp, Rosie, AK, all together, they're cookie. They're like a little, they, you know? Um, so I started off the bat. I started working with them and then I gradually started meeting people in their team and um, other people within that circle. So then I started going to the events under Coalesce and then I started meeting more people. And of course, you know, that was, a, I guess, a bit of exposure, a bit of networking and then gradually... They were like, hey, I'd love to make music. And, you know, I was like, oh, my God, yes, please. What? Because I was a fan of, because I've only known people online and not personally Mm. at the time, but it was just, you know, I like your music. They like my music. Let's chat. Let's hang out. We had a common interest. Um, But um, a lot of it is just through word of mouth, I'd say. But at the beginning, I'm still in my beginning stages, but at the very, very beginning, it was really, it was hard, you know, because you're in a room full of people who they've, I, you know, they've progressed more. They, so of course they've met more people and they know people more personally. Whereas me, I was like, Hey, what's up? Like, you know, it was daunting, you know, it's like, it's like going to, it's like being a plus one to a party essentially, you know, just trying to like, trying to say, Hey, like chat. Um, but recently it's been more of it actually has been online more than anything, you know? Um, and I've been, collaborating with people who I'm just again word of mouth mainly you know and then we start following each other and go what the fuck we have mutuals and it blossoms from there you know yeah. and, I, and, I, and at gigs you know the people you meet 
Um, that's pretty much been my journey thus far. What about you yeah. guys? I mean, uh, you touch base on yours, basically, yeah. I'm keeping on you. I'm not done. Where, where in Melbourne is this happening? I'm getting it. Like, what are in your mind? You're like, okay, like, what are the places that people go for gigs? Is there like segmentation of different music communities in Melbourne? Are you finding most of your people through word of mouth? So, are there like other cliques of music people that you're aware of, but you're not quite connected with? Like, what's the what is it like to live as a musician in Melbourne right now? Well, for me personally, I don't really go out much. Um, so I'm a bit of a homebody, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. So for me, it's against, I guess I'm like chronically online, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. But from, you know, at Miscellanea, people hold events like Nocturne, for instance, D- Dane's event um, was held at Miscellanea. I or love, I love Miscellanea. Yeah. So, oh my God, the place is awesome. Like the amount of people you bump, in- bump into, and you're, you don't even know the musicians, but I guess in the city, you bump into a lot of musicians um, at other gigs of course you know you're socializing it's sort of just been that like it's been even like the person i'm working with now you know in the demos they like their friends like i have a a cheeky flag i have a gig coming up and like one of their friends Mm -hmm. hit me up going hey i have a free spot like no pressure but i'd love you to be on and i was like what the fuck and that's just through mutuals right like you know what I mean? It's weird, but I can't say I really know people like from overseas. Someone in Africa reached out to me, and I was like, "Fuck yeah, let's go!" Oh yeah. I was like, "Okay." <laughs> um, yeah, that's sort of been that. I yeah, I'd say it's like miscellaneous. Um, Max Watts. Um, I'm trying to think of events. Uh, the Toff, the Tote, places like that are pretty. It's I guess what's popping, I suppose. You know, miscellaneous. Miscellaneous circle. I'll never forget. Yeah, go for it. Um, Oh my god, and Color Club. Yeah, Color. I was gonna say Color Club. Um, Mm -hmm. um, Shut down. Yeah, I was gonna say rest in peace, Color Club. Um, Name stage and fun fact about Miscellaneous. Um, you'll enjoy. So you're you're familiar with Agnes Oval, are you? Um, funny that you say the word familiar. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I was at um Miscellaneous and they played Familiar. Okay. Um, like okay. this full on like nightclub. Like yeah. the rest of the night, they played like 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 heavy like deep house and shit. Um, mm-hmm. But I remember, and I remember getting a drink, and then Familiar started playing, and I ended up there was this girl next to me, um, and who also knew Familiar, and we ended up chatting for like an hour about classical music and Agnes oh Oval and shit. But anyway, it was it was just the most fucking surreal experience being in this like nightclub at like one a.m. and they were playing Familiar. Yeah. Um, Anyway. By fucking Agnes Oval. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking through photos of Miscellany right now on, on Swanston Street, right? Yeah. I'm really... Yeah, right, by, right, I'm, by, right by Druid's Cafe. I'm so fucking bummed out. Um, I had tickets for Nocturne last time I was in Melbourne and ended up not being able to go. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I, you t- uh, I remember. Yeah. Also, mm-hmm. how was it for you? Like, um, music-wise, like networking and... Because I didn't even ask. For, so rude. I just... for me. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, like, I don't know. I mean, I haven't really, like, tried that much. Um, My main network um has been, um, so I became friends with a girl called Gabby um in year 11. Uh, yeah, sorry, in year 12. And her older brother, um, who I, I, I've actually interviewed um on this um show, um, Lockie Hamill. Um, 
he our interview with him actually just went live on Spotify today. Um, so go oh, check that out. out. Anyway, out um, so so when I became friends with Gabby, um, I got introduced to her brother and um i made a song with her brother um and her brother is uh and Lockie is pretty much like one of the biggest like people in the scene um so that like but aside from that it's just been randomly messaging people on instagram um oh wait sorry i just got, you are i misread sorry sorry what yeah you think you are a great dmer i will say you are good at oh. cold messaging people yeah um mackenzie um Sorry, my friend Mackenzie's in chat. Yeah, um, Mackenzie Marceline is um, that girl I saw in Melbourne one time um, at Colour Club. Oh. Like, where? <laughs> but yes, as you were Anyway, I'm um, sorry, I got sidetracked by Mackenzie's message. Um, yeah, so aside from that, I um, just message people who I want to collab with um, and they either get back to me or they don't, but... Yeah. <laughs> Because I'm not um I'm not super connected like outside of be, like knowing Lockie I'm not like super like I'm not a musician so to speak as in like I don't play an instrument or wasn't part of the music like community throughout high school or anything so I um and there is a music scene like what's the music scene in Launceston um it's most, um, mostly just like Triple J slow slowcore indie fucking um like. There isn't really much of a scene beyond just like acoustic gigs and stuff. Right. Uh, okay. So it's kind of like um, it's not. There's not enough diversity in genre yeah, to like, have. I was gonna say like if you're if you're like a band. punk band like or whatever like there's no niche like shows like you just have to be mm -hmm. like if you're like a punk band you, like you'll just have to message the organizer of at a junction arts festival. Um, one of the festivals mm -hmm. we have and hope that the organizer is someone who's into punk and you'll be put on alongside mm -hmm. like acoustic gigs and shit like that like um you know a hardcore night or a hyper pop night or uh, you know um, fuck i didn't know because hyper pop is definitely more prevalent here like yeah. it's more like, like the music here is made for people who like to take drugs yeah. that's the best way to yeah that's right now like especially like ketamine mdma at least what i've noticed like mm -hmm. it's like mm -hmm. the heavy bass like really electronic auto-tune like really like just very stimulating mm. you know yeah no every time i've been into a, to a gig in melbourne it's been very drum and bass hyper pop like type of yeah. um what the fuck you're right type of stuff but i mean mm. there's been a few gigs like i follow a band called mousatui um who i also tried to um Mousatui, but Mouse. Sorry, don't uh, worry. I, I was just gonna say, yeah, this is great indie band called Um Actually, had an interview lined up on this show with, but um, it kind of fell through just due to no one's fault, just bad circumstances. But anyway, um, but like I've so I've noticed, like there's a bit of like an indie scene in Melbourne as well, but definitely not as strong as. It's growing though. I've noticed. But, like, when I see gigs advertised and stuff, like, yeah, definitely mostly being, like, hyperpop and that sort of shit. Yeah. Interesting. Mm. Also, okay. Well, like, what? what's your audience? What was that? Sorry? You cut I'm out. sorry. Cut out there for a second. Like, the age bracket as well. Like, what's the audience? Like, who is it tailored for? Mm. That's I've noticed. Like, it's typically for the hyperpop scene, at least from what I've um, encountered. It's, like, between the ages of, like, 18 to, like, late mid 20s early thir like 30 
but who knows growing and it also depends as well like if you're on chapel street like the music there will all be like just mainstream clubs i haven't i've been to chapel street once mm. and i don't really know like i don't really go clubbing. like i don't know I'm, I'm not a fan of clubbing but mm. um yeah i just from what is it what do you mean mainstream like oh, what do you like to like 2000s like throwback shit and uh, I... like like doof doof oh, wow. like four on the floor <laughs> like remixes of stuff Holy shit. Sorry, I just put stickers on my nails. <laughs> anyway. But, um, but yeah, no, the, the music scene in Launceston is pretty dire. I won't lie. I'm not a fan of it. But... Hmm. This is interesting. I'm actually looking up um, populations of all of these cities. And, you know, Launceston population correlating with um, a bit of a dire music scene makes sense. You know, having around 72,000 people. Um, you know, people, uh, yeah, you know, the fact that it's big enough to have a music scene, but the fact that it's genre locked makes sense. Um, the Melbourne scene, uh, I'm getting this picture, which I'm sure, you know, it's only a small portion of what it's actually like. Um, because you know, you're, you're a solitary person with solitary experience. I'm sure there's a world of people in Melbourne who make music and, you know, they have their own center, but Melbourne as uh, five million people. What? Um, I didn't know that. Population. Yeah. Melbourne, Australia is bigger than Los Angeles, technically. Technically. Um, because, you know, you get into metropolitan areas and, and stuff gets really, really, really weird. Uh, um, but yeah, technically the population of the entirety of what they call Melbourne is five million people um, in the city proper. I don't really know. Um, but it would seem like there, with a population like that, there's a place for every genre to um, to exist. But then... Um, oh, there's... Interesting. You say city proper, but then it says city proper of Melbourne, and it's telling me that 160,000 people live in the city proper. Oh. Melbourne goes out far Interesting. as fuck in terms of like Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah, because it, 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 it's now overtaken Sydney as Australia's most populous city mm-hmm. um, sure. as of April. I did. Wow. The more yeah. you know. Yeah. But then, it, okay, it's also, oh, wow. Yeah, 3,858 square miles. Jesus, they are counting Melbourne as a lot of land. Oh, yeah. We're, yeah. Whereas. Even the dwarf. Oh my God! I mean, uh, so what do you count as as Melbourne? I like I look at a map and I have no idea. Like I could count something as far out as fucking Lilydale and Croydon, um, as places. Um, Is like, Geelong see... part of Melbourne? No. no. Oh. Geelong. Geelong is just Geelong, but Port C and Sorrento. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are exactly. are all Melbourne? Um, oh, same with Mount Martha and Mornington and all oh, along yeah, that coast. Uh, uh, random fact: Um, Nam says you mentioned Lilydale. Mm-hmm. Um, Lilydale, the train line, the Lilydale line mm-hmm. had like a really famous, like, really famous meme page on Facebook. <laughs> In- 
Interesting. <laughs> it, it's cool. That, first off, I'm looking and wow, yeah, this is a lot of public transit. I can see why this is all considered the same city. Yeah. Because it seems like you could be able to live fairly far out and still commute in mm -hmm. pretty easily. That sounds amazing. Um, what, I mean, I don't want to dox you, so I'm not going to, I don't have that information, but I don't want to ask what part of Melbourne you live in. But what I, would you, what do you think is considered, like, Melbourne proper, you know? Melbourne proper? I feel like, well, I haven't really explored much of Melbourne. The furthest mm -hmm. I've been is, like, Flagstaff. No, what the fuck, that's a lie, sorry. Um, the furthest I've been. I almost got robbed in Flagstaff. Oh, really? Sorry to hear that. I had a great time in Flagstaff, but Flagstaff, Arizona. Oh, um, shit. Like, we, we're doing Flagstaff stories I, after this. Continue. I, no, okay, I, so, sorry, sorry time. So I was on the train. Um, so when I say in Flagstaff, it was at Flagstaff Station. Um, so I was um, on the train, and um, this group of airshows get on mm -hmm. um, just before Flagstaff. Um, mm -hmm. And when we were at Flagstaff Station... Um, so they were like looking at me and I was feeling a little nervous and um, when we were at Flagstaff Station um, they were all like eyeing me off and I'm just like oh am I overthinking this anyway uh, I glanced at one of their phone screens um, and they had up the pair of shoes that I was wearing on StockX oh um, so for context yeah, I, I, was, I was wearing I was wearing off-white um, Air Force One um, shoes um okay and did they ask what your size was no but they, these off white these off whites do not they are one of the rare off whites that don't sell for above the retail price of the shoe um, oh, okay which is probably why it did not go beyond them looking up the price of the shoe on StockX, um because mm -hmm. they are not worth um robbing someone over but it freaks me the fuck out uh, and it's is... daunting though like especially like there are some definitely some areas in melbourne where it's like oh, oh you shouldn't be out here by yourself past a certain time because there's high chance you're probably going to get rolled or like yeah. you no, know I, I literally the moment i've never been more scared in my life than seeing that phone screen and i was so what is i was so what happy is rolled i got, got rolled like they just rob you you get rolled. Yeah, they roll. just take your shoes. Oh. Yeah, they roll you for your shoes. Do they just, like, have a knife or something? Yeah, yeah sometimes. It depends, like... Oh, that sounds so, that sounds so kind. Yeah. These people sound so nice. Some people... Where I'm from, there have been incidences of people being murdered. Um, people with guns, with knives. Okay, okay, guns, guns, said. good. Okay, I'm glad y'all yeah, glad got mean, proper... Where, 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 Threats. Where, where I'm from, where I'm from has its has its fair share of murder as well. Yeah, but like the thing yeah. is that if you like, you w it wouldn't be considered like a bad area because it doesn't mm. happen frequently enough to be like oh shit. But it's definitely becoming right. more and more frequent with mm -hmm. kids, you know, and like gangs and stuff. And I'm like, I feel like here is nothing compared to America. Like if they were to talk, <laughs> how if they were to talk shit in America, they would be gone. You know what I mean? Like they don't. They're acting like like we have ends here and we don't like you know what i yeah. mean gang culture always interests me when i hear about it in other um we have gangs, places we have other countries in, because it makes sense for every place to have gangs right like yeah. it's just being territorial about land but i see a lot of them uh, mirroring a lot of american gang culture mm -hmm. which to me 
always kind of feels like no this is not a, a genuine like yeah. things like in america especially in certain places are necessary um for as bad of a rap as they can get like it is protection for your neighborhood like um yeah. my mom l- used to live in this certain area and she still lives in the area but she moved houses where like um you know there were times where i have to go up to her house and i had to get checked before going to her house but people who just kind of post up on the block because they don't know me i pull up in a car i'm yeah. you know going around the back of this house there's like hey who the fuck do you know um and it's like terrifying as an interaction it's i grew up adjacent to this culture i did not live in it i did not grow up surrounded by it but you know you know i have plenty of family members on my mother's side that are very very like they're in it for life they are they're in it for life for their six blocks or so that they live in but kind of out of you know it was either join that gang or not (laughs) i mean it was kind of necessary so hearing of gangs in other countries that are carrying themselves i think with like the bravado and the the aesthetic of a gang i know you know i'm Yeah, in Launceston, we have, we have a, a Red Hat Gang. Um, oh, what? Red Hat Gang. Um, they wear red hats? Yeah, and like like red hats. And I know red hats that have been harassed uh, for wearing a red hat by... Uh, they're not a part of the Red Hat Gang, um, but... Yeah. Oh, you... Uh, what? <sighs> That's so... So, so disappointing. Um, and we have a red, red hat. Yeah. But like that just sounds so silly. Like you're part of the red hat gang. No, like, as, a, as, a, as a, I'm, I'm sure I'm sure they're not the red hat gang, but I know but there is a group. Called the red hat. It's just a funny name. Like red hat. They wouldn't they wouldn't be called the red hat gang. They would have a different I'm not I like I'm not that aware of, but I know that the, the signifier of being uh, in that okay, gang okay. is is wearing a red mm-hmm. hat. Like if you wear a red hat, it's like assumed that like you might be like okay okay i have a question about melbourne i looked up the flagstaff station and we're gonna get back i was wrong i'm so sorry to cut you off it wasn't flagstaff it was like thomastown or something like that flagstaff is near the city yeah from what i saw flagstaff is like in the loop of the city yeah Uh, i don't know what i was like live through my teeth there sorry that's okay no No, you're good because like canceled canceled this canceled yeah thomas stop stop the interview okay canceled okay three two one we canceled somebody else you're good you're back in um (laughs) if i drop a little google street view in um i'll share my screen here because you don't need that it would not be a name stage chicks conversation if we did not end up on google maps at some point it would not be it would not have like Google Maps at some point because it's so interesting you know it's a map of everything alright see you see you Noah Wiggles shout out uh, you know, no, shout out Wiggles shit we've been doing this for oh almost two God. hours that's crazy holy shit Damn, time fucking right um, no so I, I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to share my screen on this Mac anymore. No! Um, okay, do y'all hear me, like, double? Is yeah, everything good you. here? Yeah, we can... You can see me. We you can, can see the map. 
Okay, perfect. So we're gonna Google Map a Melbourne, right? So like, if I type in fucking, you know, if I type in Melbourne. Why is your mouse humongous? (laughs) That's what what a Mac does. (laughs) You wiggle it and it just goes big. Wiggle, 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 wiggle. Um, But this is what I get shown. And um, having no concept of this, but like kind of being familiar with cities, I'm like, okay, cool. I kind of cut everything outside of this Mm -hmm. out. Like this is Melbourne. This is the city. And everything else is in Melbourne, like, county, technically. Yeah. But it doesn't, like, yeah, it's a suburb. It doesn't really count. Like, you're not going to go there for any reason other than, like, if you know someone who lives there. Like, there is no attraction. Like, this is just it. And so, Thomastown, up here, if you drop a fucking Google Maps in it, yeah, no shit. You know, this doesn't feel like Melbourne. Like, this is... Just the suburbs. Suburbs. People live there. And so... This is oh, sorry, sense. it was Williamson, Williamson Town. My bad. Sorry, not Thomas Town. Williams Town. Bro, that's that. That is. We can't trust you anymore. You are. Can't. You are Wait. Okay. You know that's very different. That's very. Yeah, close. I'm sorry. I did lie. That's you did lie. Second time. Williams Town. Yeah. That's that's actually like the fifteenth time Marceline's I We know. have a lie tracker. Oh, you got to put a little ding sound. Did you visit the Prince Albert Hotel on Albert Street? No, I didn't. But that's really cute. If you if you told me that was in Wales, I would believe you. <laughs> I love Wales. Shout out, Maddie. I was about to say shout out, Maddie. Oh, you know, you know, you know, you know. Okay, it's like ten a.m. for Maddie, and she's not here right now. How how? how... She's drunk. <laughs> this turns into geogaster. Listen, listen. Don't mention no. Don't mention don't mention. Don't mention GeoGuessr. McKenzie. Where are you from? I will. I will guess your location. McKenzie, oh God. Mackenzie is an is an IRL name. Mackenzie is an IRL. Then you can get you can get GeoGuessed. I <laughs> know everybody gets it. I don't care. Uh, okay, so Melbourne's kind of this. Would you say it's like this loop here? There seems to be this loop of transportation. I just want to get a clear. And I know this is going to be great for people who are only listening via audio. <laughs> um, so I wanted, for, for so con- there is this context, going from the... For people listening uh, on Spotify, Namesage currently has a Google Maps. Uh-huh. Uh, it's suburbs, and he's zooming in and out to try and determine uh, what considered <laughs> Melbourne property. Oh, right. Okay. And so I'll, I'll, I'll explain a little bit of what it looks like as, as I continue to explore this, just to keep them updated. So right now we're looking in between what is labeled on the map is North Melbourne and South Melbourne. There is this Melbourne area, which what I would call a loop, similar to Chicago, mm-hmm. having a loop of all these, you know, I assume trains going around it. Um, this is where Zeke got his shoes checked, um, <laughs> the Flagstaff like Station. Yeah. And this is all very, like, this is... Just, you know, the downest town that you can get of um, of Melbourne. So I assume northeast, south are all Melbourne. Like, north Melbourne is Melbourne. There's the university. Yeah. There's east. We start going north, Marceline. We're going Royal Park Zoo. Mm-hmm. When does it start getting, like, not really Melbourne? Like, great. I've I, I never I, heard of that. Travancore is wild. Okay. Coles Union Square, Union Hotel. Yeah, it seems like this Melbourne. is 
Yeah, Brunswick all seems kind of Melbourne, you know. It's just, yeah, mm-hmm. there's businesses and bars and parks and things to do. And then you get to Coburg. I think yeah, that's still... Yeah, Coburg. I don't actually know. I haven't been there before. Damn. All right, so we're going to make it ourselves. Coburg is Damn. not <laughs> Melbourne. I'm going to make a phone call. Okay. I'm just going to meet myself for a Okay, perfect. All right, we're defining Coburg, not Melbourne. Like, right specifically north north of Monroe slash Harding Street. Not Melbourne. Not Melbourne. Me. Not Melbourne. <laughs> yeah, if like True North Cafe, right here Rise. with not Melbourne. Cake, not Melbourne. Here, mm-hmm. Melbourne. Yeah. You got you got Zatar. You got Chan. Melbourne. We love you got, it. No. Not, not Melbourne. Not mm. Melbourne. Okay, so we got the north. Um, we're gonna go. We're gonna go east now. East next. All right. Thank you, Marceline, uh, for yet another great, <laughs> great chat. Uh, it's been really, really enjoyable. Uh, shout out Name Stage Six for filling in for our Rick is ugly. Um, yeah, this has been a really, really great conversation. And yeah, thank you. Right. I know. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I feel honored. Oh my gosh. I love it. This has been a ball.